Welcome back to Brand Beats. My name is Andrew. What's up? I'm CC. Erwin. I'm Steve. So, uh, yeah, this week we kind of wanted to, we had just, um, just recently moved into our, our new office space in uh, downtown San Diego. And um, one of the subjects we had been chatting about was, you know, just how inspired we've been feeling with a fresh space. And, you know, where does that come from? Is it, is it the freshness of the space itself? Is it the nature by which we design this space? And um, we just kind of wanted to have a, a little bit of a talk around the idea of, you know, the, the power and the influence of space and, and how can it affect a working environment or a collaborative environment or any any environment, really. Um, I don't know. What are, what are, what are kind of some of your thoughts on on uh, how it's affected us so far, too? I mean, what's been the experience just coming in here? Well, for me, I think what space brings to people is, is energy. Mm-hmm. And we were so methodical about creating a space that didn't feel overly clinical or perfect in and creating a space that that allowed people to make it their own and that's what's really exciting about this it's a it's a space to allow people to focus but then at the same time allow them to collaborate and find ways to work together that they just didn't even know they could do or it's like unintentional mm-hmm. yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah because like to me that's like the the power of space or thing i've always been interested about space in general so i love architecture and love what it means not just from an aesthetic standpoint but what it can do as far as influencing and creating an emotion and a feeling and creating energy um, and forcing by its design interaction between people who might not have interacted mm-hmm. with each other. So when you walk into a building, you have a specific UX or something that was planned out in a structure that has these individual breakout moments, these sessions and like these p- spaces and places where people are almost brought together in a very organic way. And without us knowing it, it, creates these interactions between groups of people who might not have interacted before. Mm -hmm. And to me, like that's the beauty and the power of space when we just kind of take a step back and really sit and think about whether you're sitting in your house, you're sitting in an office, wherever you are, just thinking about how it makes you feel in that moment and what it uh, empowers you to do. And so, so, so well, what I was thinking is like whenever you move into a new space, you get the opportunity to remove everything that's not necessary. Mm-hmm. And so you get this like fresh start kind of feeling. And um, I think people are really obsessed with this right now with like Marie Kondo and talking about like what sparks joy and like mm. what. And so we we got the opportunity to do that. And I think it like really shows in the energy of this place. Um in collaboration in like 
these moments where we can just like write things on the wall and like create all over mm -hmm. the place. It's like you don't always get that opportunity when you've been somewhere for a really long time because things pile up and things kind of get in the way. Mm -hmm. But um, having this new space kind of we, we were able to evaluate like, OK, we don't need this. We can have this or let's try this here. And it's just been really cool. So this isn't the first time I've gone through this exercise. I did this with my the last agency that I was at, and I and one of the more interesting aspects of of that process of building out a space was this idea of creating collisions, and being hyper intentional about creating those collisions and creating um, unintentional mm -hmm. ways of people coming together. So that means what I loved about that story was there aren't any garbage cans except at one spot. And so you had to get up from your desk to go throw something away. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> we did the same thing here where there aren't any garbage cans. You have to go down past all the people you work with and throw something away. That means someone's going to look at somebody's computer. Mm -hmm. That means somebody's going to inadvertently see something that they're inspired by and start a conversation. Mm -hmm. So that's the power of space and being hyper-intentional about, about the space that you're creating. Yeah. I love the um, what's nice about that, too. And even just that, I mean, you, you would, you, you've talked about this to me before, that the, the removing the trash cans, right, that collision idea. But what I love about that is that it doesn't, try and force collision so much as it creates opportunity mm -hmm. yeah. for it in the space. And, and it, it allows for a more creative collaborative environment really organically just by the way in which you have people move um, through it, through it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Cause when you force things, it never really works. Yeah. yeah. It's like when you're trying to do it, it, it exactly. It yeah. will break. It'll, it'll sort of feel forced. Yeah. Um, it would, you know what else is like really interesting? It's like, what is it about a new space or being somewhere different that sort of breaks that pattern in you? Because coming in here, it's just like, it's fresh, right? Mm -hmm. Just that freshness of a space that sort of made, made me feel more inspired just being yeah. in here, mm -hmm. right? Even, even um, when I come in here really early, and there's nobody here, it feels different than mm -hmm. at 1 p.m. Mm -hmm. yeah. when there's a ton of people in here. Yeah. Not in a bad or, or a better way. It's just interesting how this space affects you and your mode. Yeah, and I, I do agree with that. And it probably will be different for everybody. Because for me, when we moved from Solana Beach to downtown to that office, mm -hmm. I had that same experience. Where it's just the the newness and the um, the newness provides this new openness mm -hmm. for my mind. And then I'm just more open to like all new experiences and fresh perspectives. And then once we were there for long enough, we kind of like got out of that. You're like, oh, we need to get out of this place. This place is horrible. Mm -hmm. Even though at first we were like, this is the best motherfucking thing ever. Basketball hoop, this, this, this. And then as soon as we moved into here, it was sort of that same thing where it's like this jolt into my creative system because it's something completely new. Mm. It's like almost a little bit uncomfortable, 
even though it's like obviously a beautiful office, there's amazing lighting and everything. There's just there's an uncomfortability with newness that provides opportunity for me at least to expand, grow, yeah. and be open to new ideas and new concepts. Right. It's the element of surprise for me. Like I when I'm making anything, I'm I'm searching for the surprise. And that's what a new space mm. brings to me. It's mm -hmm. like surprising. It's like, oh, I never noticed that. Or I, or th this is happening. That's really interesting. Oh, my God. Like, that's the excitement yeah. for me. It's like mm -hmm. just seeing what the space creates. Because, honestly, a space is a space. Yeah. It's the people that occupy the space. Mm -hmm. So that's the thing. And how people use the space is is fascinating to me and and you know the space is just a conduit for for building you know again building energy building yeah. um <clears throat> building connection and building an environment that facilitates great work mm -hmm. i think that it's interesting that the space also contributes to our culture that it, um, it's like facilitating these relationships that we're building, mm. which then contributes to the culture of the company. And depending on how this was designed or, or how it was used, it could be, it could contribute in a negative way, but because of the intentionality, because of the focus that it took to, to think about all of these things, it's, um, it's, it's been a positive, action now we get to we get to interact with each other in a different way and it it really bring breathes life into the culture i think it's really fascinating how do you um kind of bring you back to the, like the the freshness piece of like how do you maintain that i think one of the things i like about mm -hmm. what we've kind of moved to is being more mobile right being more modular i think that in this space I almost never work at my desk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm always moving around and I, that's something that keeps it fresh and keeps it feeling like I, I'm exposed to new sights and sounds and environments mm -hmm. constantly, which makes me sort of have like, it keeps that drive and yeah. that fresh perspective up there a little bit more for me where I felt like I got into the, a pattern more so in an older space where it's kind of like you, you, there's a desire in a workspace to always, you have to have some fixed elements um, just by the nature of work, but how can you sort of battle that mm -hmm. um, in a way to keep things fresh or mixed up for people? Is it just moving around where people sit? Is it, um, is it an environment that changes? Like mm -hmm. what, what do you do? I think some of that, and somebody can continue off of this, but my one piece to that is it needs to be organic, but you can't force people to move right? because it, that doesn't take well with everybody. And <clears throat> like, I never sit at my desk, but it's mainly because I'm working with different groups of people. So I just right. organically want to sit by them or organically want to like work at the bar area or, or want to work at this area, work in this huddle. And I think it's just as a company providing those spaces and the freedom and flexibility to, to not have to work at your desk as long as you're working. Mm -hmm. Like, right. and just making sure you have those like open spaces, making sure you have how many, we have like four or five yeah. like breakout rooms where people can just go work and collaborate together. And, and 
and all of those have more than just two desks. So it's like two different teams could work in there together and begin to collaborate. And we have actual physical moving parts in like all of these right. rooms. Yeah. You know, it's like you, we create different breakout areas all the time. Yeah. Because well, we have the ability to. And here's, here's another objective in, in space and, and in this space. It was very intentional that this space is an invitation. And it's an invitation for the folks that we work with to um, collaborate with us in, mm -hmm. a, in an environment that, that provokes conversations and provokes what we've been talking about, collisions. Mm -hmm. And so when we were creating this, that was one of the biggest objectives. It's like making a space where we could bring people into to work with us. And they actually want to come into our space yeah, and work with us. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, I think that was one of the beautiful things that kind of came out of it. I know that, you know, the team who, who worked together to, to, to build this place out, it's like there's uh, so many opportunities that are here. It's what it feels like. It feels like there's spaces to get things done that um, you can explore. Mm-hmm as as you need as you need be it it's interesting like it's yeah. like the coffee shop effect right like you go into a coffee shop to work at times or if you've ever mm -hmm. been into a coffee shop it gives you that atmospheric stimulation yeah you know that it's the sounds it's the sights mm -hmm. it's just being in a different space that it's why most freelancers will go sit in a coffee yeah. shop and want to work and they can sit in the same coffee shop in the same seat right but the environment is constantly shifting and changing. Because I was actually just thinking along with what you were saying. We've been here for how how many months? What, November? I, October? November? All right. When did we move? Was that October? October. Right. October. But like every time I go in one of the huddle rooms, it feels new still. Mm -hmm. Like when we just came in this room where we're recording this, like it felt new and fresh because I haven't sat in here in a little bit. Like, so every time I go in these different rooms, it always feels there's this sense of like freshness, newness, and like revitalization mm -hmm. to my creativity in all these different rooms. And it provides, because I do think we thought about very intentionally the, the audio and how sound carries from one space to another mm -hmm. within this space. Because in our last office, we didn't really have that great of like sound control. Right. Like, it was echoey, high ceilings. We no didn't. Windows. We we kept trying to <laughs> add in. Yeah, no windows. <laughs> we kept trying to add uh, sound soundproofing underneath desks, just like jerry rigging stuff. <laughs> yeah. So it's like we were very intentional with how the sound carries and flows into different rooms to create that atmospheric effect as you're working, which to me, again, to your point, like helps helps every space just feel fresh and new over a longer period of time. Yeah. That subtle stimulation. And even as you were mentioning, Steve, it's really interesting, like uh, having a place where clients want to come in, bringing new faces in here when in having that open work environment where we, you know, we, we embed teams and teams that are embedded with us adds to that stimulation. Mm -hmm. You know, it adds to that, like, Something feels different about today than it did yesterday. Mm. And that makes me think differently and work mm. differently. Just just subtly. I, I, I've noticed. It's true. 
another thing and you know objective or that we were thinking through or that I always think through when when I we were approaching this space is this idea of um, how companies are working differently and 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 employees are looking for new ways of working like working from home is a is a really big trend and it's something that companies are trying to navigate and figure out and and some companies are doing that better than others but for us what we our objective was to create an environment where folks wanted to could feel at home Mm -hmm. where they would want to come into this environment so that that they um were inspired and so um you know that's the intention and that's that's here like we wanted to create a space that felt like home so there's couches everywhere there's places to sit that it feels like a living room even though it's a breakout room even though there's a whiteboard you know that's it that's exciting i love that because i mean i've always interpreted it as, as we created spaces that are aligned with spaces where conversations happen yeah you know, and all of our breakout rooms are, it's almost like sit around a coffee table less than here's a workspace where Correct. you get things done. Yeah. To us, it's like there's an, there's there's probably equal amount of space where there's like deep work. You can sit down, headphone up, and focus if you need to, to the no trash can idea of like here's a space where conversations happen. Yeah. It's like comfort and utility. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and the the way you collaborate in each room is different. It's like whenever whenever we go to the white room, it's like you know it's going to be a different sort of meeting than going into this other huddle room where it feels like kind of cozy and you can really talk and have these conversations. When I think I, I just think that all of these things are so thought out. It's like mm-hmm. it's like how everything's so open here. And you were talking earlier about um, about how you wanted it to, f- we wanted it to feel like people could come and want to work with us. And I started thinking about how even the offices um, where you and where Matt are and where Ashley are, it's it's this glass front office and it, it makes it very inviting. And so if you think about our pillars and how you guys wanna be transparent and you wanna have this like open door policy where you can come and chat, it's like literally providing that all the time with this glass front being like mm-hmm. you're welcome in here we can talk about things we can talk about ideas or whatever like come and talk to me and i think that is really special and it the fact that it's even even highlighted in the design is is incredible yeah ideas move the move the world forward mm-hmm. that's the bottom line you need a space that that facilitates those conversations mm-hmm. that provoke ideas mm-hmm. That's cool. It's yeah. a great observation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do you think, um, what it, What do you do in situations where your space isn't yeah. providing those things for you? Like, is there ways to sort of, you know, I think there's a lot of work environments out there that are antiquated or, well, whatever, not antiquated, just different, right? Yeah. If you feel uninspired by your space, like what, like, what would you tell people to do? Make it theirs. You know, I, I think often about, I started in advertising and I started in, 
in Chicago in the Wrigley building and, and it was a very corporate environment tech, technically, at least that's the way it looked, but everybody had their own, uh, what do you call it? Like pod or cubicle what? cubicle. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's been a while. Um, and everybody decorated it differently. And, and as as spaces have evolved to more of like a open environment, folks still need to feel like it's theirs. So, you know, when you're in an environment where people don't necessarily feel like they have a place or a, uh, a home, mm -hmm. um, that's when they're, they get uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you need to ensure people that this is theirs, this is theirs to make, this is, you know, I love seeing photos on, on people's desks. I love to see, you know, them hanging pictures of with magnets and those types of things. It's like that provides that sense of comfort, comfort and ownership that they deserve mm -hmm. from a space. I, th I think something small that you've done in the past is like, something that you're working on you put up on your windows or you put up on your walls and even like working in the old office where things would be hung up um, for everyone to see it would kind of like breathe some life into mm -hmm. the space um, and it, it always does kind of like give this energy like oh what is going on over there and so like I feel like that's a really easy way to kind of make you make you feel something in a space that doesn't feel that great all the time oh that's very intentional Chris. yeah i know it's <laughs> i know <laughs> and it's good <laughs> yeah i yeah. mean but that's the goal yeah like you should make a space that creates opportunities to create energy mm -hmm. that means walls that you can put stuff on mm -hmm. places you can make messes those are all essential to creativity mm -hmm. if um going back to um my the build out on the last agency i was at the conversation i had with with uh my partner back then was this idea of like what is a creative space and if you look on the internet machine <laughs> it tells you that a creative space is minimal like there's one pen there is a uh a pencil holder that is perfectly situated it's all white that's bullshit for 99 percent of human beings so we i started researching what mm -hmm. what some of the greatest minds spaces look yeah. like there are fucking piles of shit everywhere chaos. yeah it's chaos i was like that's the that that whole like one pin and everything is what the creative creates to take the photo. Yeah. It's yeah. not what we actually are creating in yeah. at all. Yeah. Right. What yeah, I want to ask about something that's interesting, like um to me is like a whiteboard room, right? Which is whiteboards are something we all use, right? And they are really powerful and terrifying at the same time. Because you go into a room, you've ever been sort of faced with a ton of white walls that are asking you to do something with them. Um, that's a lot of pressure. One, it kind of asks you to do something, right? Like get up and make some shit. But the really powerful thing is when you get into a, a room like that and you get something, you put something down as shitty as a whiteboard, usually a whiteboarding session, you know, ends up being or looking, you know, it's not super polished. You feel like so much has been done, 
you know, mm-hmm. even even a single whiteboard where you just you just draw up some terrible ideas, even if they're horrible. At the end, you're like, man, we we got through a lot of thinking. It kind of puts thought into reality in a weird way. Yeah, it makes you say something. Yeah, it forces you to have a perspective. It forces you to uh, be vulnerable. Right. It forces you to think through what you're saying with intention. Yeah, it's true. There's actually like a psychological effect on like the moment a person writes something down, it's a commitment to an idea Correct. that they that they are accountable for. And it's a physical act of doing something. Me personally, if I write something into a computer, I don't necessarily form it to memory. I have to hand write everything. I hand write everything. Totally inefficient. (laughs) However, (laughs) burns into memory. That's what whiteboards do. They burn ideas into your memory and then they become part of you and then you own those ideas. And then the next time you do it, you build off the things that you've already done. Yeah. All right. That was a little weird. but (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, it's true, though, because I I do feel like, though, even if you you ever walk into a whiteboard room or a conference room and there's already a ton of shit on the whiteboard, it's like stifling. You you are automatically feel like, what do we do with those ideas if they're not relevant to you? Like, mm-hmm. is that saved? Am I like ruining somebody else's thing? You take like, a picture of them. You, you, now Dude, you take a picture. You of take them. a picture. And you're then like, you're I don't know you're who like, I, I don't send this know. to. But uh, at least I've got it. Hopefully they. That's what I do now <laughs> at the end of our meetings. Take a picture of them. And totally. Oh, maybe I'll look at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but maybe not. Yeah. Maybe it's so not. wonderful. Yeah. But it does like it, it does. That's the thing is it does actualize a lot of thought and it becomes a workspace where for whatever reason, like a whiteboard is like a really powerful position, right? You know, yeah. it's always yeah. like, who wants to whiteboard that, that question that happens, yeah. like, who wants to draw this stuff? Yeah. And people are a lot of times, you know, that's like, there's 80% of the rooms like, eh, not me. I don't want to write. Mm-hmm. I have terrible handwriting. Yeah. Um, I used to have illustrators that that's literally what they would do. They would facilitate brainstorms and they would, draw everything make it look beautiful yeah the that. whole time see I, amazing i was like i think the beautiful thing about this office combines um what you were saying steve uh and this whiteboard idea like we have a white room with a whiteboard in it um, but in every single one of our collaboration rooms we also have that blackboard yep. so to be able to combine those two spaces because i know i always find the the most beneficial time with whiteboards or that type of sessioning is when people are working and then being able to have a space where you can collaboratively sketch, bring that idea back to the computer, talk about it, then sketch again, bring it back. This, this like jumping back and forth yeah, and providing spaces that allow for a messier workflow than just like, exactly. a, hey, we're going to whiteboard this, which is needed. But then once you get past that, Allowing for that mess, but exactly. still keeping it looking clean by having a space to actually write it on the wall. But it's uh, it's freedom. Yeah. Like in a way, it's safety. Like we always talk about creating a space that feels safe for you to put 
shitty ideas out there. Mm-hmm. Like that's the way innovation happens. That's the way collaboration happens. There's something about the impermanence of a a whiteboard or a notepad. Yeah. It's like when you're willing to jot something down in pencil, it's not so refined or permanent. You know it's not. And so it's a little bit more freeing. It doesn't have to be polished in that way, which... Well, and you, you don't have to like drag out a box in Illustrator or Sketch or Photoshop. Right. To your point, like it's not it's not final. Exactly. Because as soon as you get into one of the programs, you as a creative or as a designer, you're like, I guess I have to make this mm-hmm. look great. Mm-hmm. Whereas like when you can just like sketch something up really quick, you could just like, I'm a shitty drawer, but Which I'm is, just going to like draw yeah. a box. This box goes here, this box goes here, and then you can pose a question. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Is this like if really if it's on the computer it's something that can go away and if you're drawing it on paper it's like it's actually there so it seems like it might it's, be the opposite thing but it's but your yeah. yeah exactly right like i feel like if i'm drawing something it's like oh it doesn't matter it's not a, not a big deal i can mess up i can do that but on the computer it's going to be needs to be way more refined that's so interesting yeah. it's about vulnerability and safety whiteboards make you vulnerable which in turn creates empathy, which in turn creates safety, which in turn creates conversation, which in turn creates collaboration, which in turn creates ideas. Well, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so kind of building off of that abstractly, I think a lot of it also has to do with the team and the people, right? Because I feel safe with certain people. I might not feel safe with others. But when designing a space, I think one of the things that we we try to do is understand fully what the needs of our people were, what the needs of like every basic employee, what they wanted to see, what they wanted to feel, how they wanted to interact with the space. What were their qualms with the previous space? And then built out a space that was specifically designed for how we work and how we wanted to interact, how we wanted to collaborate, how we wanted to engage with one another, the breakout spaces that we needed to have, the conference rooms that we needed to have, but it was purely designed not based on what we saw from other people. It was specifically designed for us. So it's like, even as we're like talking about this or if like people come to our office, I don't think we're ever like, hey, this is the perfect way to design a space. It's more, this was perfect for us. And this is why it's benefiting us as creatives because it was purely designed for what we were looking for as opposed to saying like, this is the end all be all of how you should make an office. I just wanted to make sure that that was like, to whoever's listening, we're not being like, our office is like, the office. I mean, it you is. Need, but you like need to design your office the same exact way. <laughs> yeah, but no. It's the office for us. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I think that we have more spaces that are built around conversations than mm-hmm. we do around um, conference. Yeah. Right? I mean, we have those spaces and they serve their purpose because you need to have those spaces. And I even think those rooms were built with the intention of collaboration and conversation. Yeah. Um, but honestly... When I think about the spaces we have here, no space gets more used than this room that we're in right now. Like this lounge is like the hot spot. Mm -hmm. And it's because 
there's something about it that feels like a living room that feels comfortable enough, like you were mentioning, Steve, cool. to to have honest, open conversation. Yet, uh, it, it eliminates the formality sometimes that you get when you sit in a conference room. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I've, how many presentations have you been in where you go home and you're like, they got that U-shaped table and it feels like a classroom and you're like, okay, this is something about this is upping the ante, um, which can be a good thing or a bad thing, whatever. But this space like creates that creates conversation. safety yeah. too. That like well, it's comfort. a diffuser. Yeah. yeah. We just had a whole uh, talk on that. The, the panel series, oh, the right? Yeah. The SDX where mm-hmm. we talked about, how do you work with clients? And that was one of the main questions. And it's about us creating conversation. And that's mainly what we're trying to do, create conversations, organic conversations with our clients. So we fully understand them. They fully understand us. But it is even represented and reflected in the design of the space. Because you're right. Like this, you could bring a client in here. And it's like, we're just chilling in the living room, have some beers. Like, let's talk. Let's have an actual conversation. Exactly. And I think I think when we bring clients into this room, the com- the nature of the conversation is different mm-hmm. than when you sit at, in a in a your prototypical conference yeah. room where you just feel like I'm supposed to put this person in here, yeah, because they are important or they're whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever it is, because this is the expectation, yeah. But you put somebody in a room like this, and I guarantee you the com- the nature of the conversation will change. Mm-hmm. Uh, same group of people sat around a table in an all white room. Versus sat on a couch with a coffee table in a, in a nice big L, I, I promise you that it will feel different. Um, and, and you'll have a different sort of dynamic between you. Mm. Um, and I think that you can use that intentionally. Sometimes mm-hmm. it is better to be in a conference room. That's why it's like, don't lose those tools. Well, let's think about how we like to work with, with partners. You know, right. we want it to be a conversation. Mm. We want it to be collaborative. And, you know, we talk often about, like, we're not here to present to you. We're here to work with you. Mm-hmm. You know, there aren't any big reveals. It is a conversation. And these spaces provoke that. That's that's one thing that's, like, really powerful is just choosing your spaces for for that reason. Like, find the spaces that provoke conversation. I mean, that's right for us. Because that's how we approach things, right? We approach things with conversation. That's mm. that's more of our method. I'm not saying that's right for everybody, but it's it's interesting that that reflection became such a reality of the space that we occupied, um, and a reflection of our nature. Yeah. Well, what I like about these spaces too is that it's not like uh, it's a space where the agency sits on one side and then the clients sit on the other side and it's awkward. Where are we sitting? You know, it's just like, Oh, I'm going to be here. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You know, it just eliminates all the bullshit. Yeah. It's and actually, it's a fun experiment. If you ever do that in your client meetings, like go sit on the other side of the table with, with clients. Awesome. Yeah. I love doing just, that. Just I'm gonna <laughs> sit on your side because yeah. It, it is awkward when you when you do this us versus us yeah. versus you like weird sitting arrangement, and it happens like it's just people's nature when they come into space they're comfortable with each other they want to sit down together, and it happens but like 
it, it is a fun experiment to say, try and mix that up. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes try and leave an awkward space for a client to sit in that's in between you and you're literally the dynamic of your seating arrangement will start to make you feel like a mixed blended team versus a client partner or a client um, relationship. Agency, yeah. yeah, client agency relationship. No, I love it. I think that's the, you know, deep down the the ethos of of in creating environments is to create comfort and uh, inspiration, and uh, it's exciting to be part of uh, a place that um, was thoughtful about doing that. Because building off you, Erwin, you know, it was this space was built for the employees. It was built for them. Go so check out moves moves.basicagency.com. It's really good. Check it out because it goes into a little bit more detail um, about our space. There's images. It's really videos. There's pictures. There's pictures. Pictures and stuff. Yeah. Words. There's sounds. Yeah. Things. Music. Look at it on your phone though. It does. It, it is does, really good on your phone. It does have a really nice experience on your phone. But also yeah. on your desktop too. Yeah. It's nice. And we are in the room with the neon sign that says love the hustle. Yeah. Every office should have a neon sign. I agree with that statement most wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wholeheartedly. Uh, yeah, that's just the, be, that's yeah, the final let, just, just be careful. With don't it. touch. Don't. <laughs> they're fragile. Just don't touch it. Don't touch it. They break. But have it. We know they break. Yeah, we didn't do In- that. You should install it once everything else is done. This became a how-to. <laughs> <laughs> everything uh, else is done. Good to know. All right, word. Until next time. Later, alligators. Bye bye. <laughs>